Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And as we've been discussing uh, throughout the show today, uh, there's lots of different angles to what the end of the Durham report actually means. But one of the things that I've not heard discussed anywhere, and I was awake early this morning pondering this, is what do our foreign um, what, what what do foreign nations think when they see America go through an exercise like we've done with now the proven false story of Russia collusion? Let's bring in Katie McFarland, uh, the civilian four star, as I like to refer to her, uh, as she uh, has served multiple presidents in the Pentagon and uh, always has keen insights on such things. KT, I, I asked Alan Dershowitz about the, the legal implications of all this earlier in the show, but I am very, very intrigued and interested in, in what your thoughts are about how our opponents, our enemies, those countries that are hostile to us, look at something like the Russia collusion hoax and what kind of conclusions do they draw about what it means to our current system of government and elections? You know, it's a, it's a good thing that you're asking those questions because our adversaries are clearly paying a lot of attention. Um, at the beginning of the Russia investigation, so let's go back to 2016-17, the Russians and Putin himself were privately or publicly saying, ha, 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 look how important Russia is on the world stage. The entire American election is focused on Russia. And so that was giving him bragging rights. Now, fast forward to where we are today. And what's happened in 2020 election, the sort of increasing divisiveness of America, the economic problems of America, the inflation, COVID, et cetera. The Chinese are using our incompetence, shall we say, and our divisions as talking points for themselves because they're going around the world and saying, especially to the global south, that's South America, Africa, the Indo-Pacific region, the, the southern part of the Indo-Pacific region. And they're telling those countries, look, America, democracy, it it just isn't suited for the 21st century. They don't know how to handle themselves. This is not a good governance model. And they point to, in China particularly, and Xi Jinping personally, they talk to a number of things. They say, well, look at China. We handled COVID so well. Look at at Europe and the United States. They didn't. Look at the economy. We've had economic growth of stunning proportions for the last 50 years. Um, we, the communist Chinese system, and we went from nothing to now we're the biggest economy in the world and we're the most advanced and we're the most technologically sophisticated. And we're going to help you do that. This is the model that you should all follow. Then they're talking about the Chinese president has said that China offers this global civilization initiative. And they say, look, if you come under our wing, if China is the global leader, then you can all keep your domestic systems, your cultures, your customs, your religion, whatever you want, as long as we take charge of the international system. They call it um, standing on the global heights. And they point to America as saying, see, America, because of its woke divisions, is trying to shove all of American democracy, inefficient as it is, the woke system, all down your throats. We're not going to have you do that. We say keep whatever system you want and follow our model. And then most particularly in the last couple of weeks, they've pointed to uh, both China and Russia have pointed to the United States and to the, the 
I guess dislocation, shall we call it. It's a nice word, but what it really means is the internal divisions and the, the practical you know, nastiness and verbal civil war that we're engaging in now. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, look, democracy doesn't work. The only system that works is a strong central government, and that's us. And they're pointing to all of these indicators to say, therefore, world, realize that America is a nation in inexorable, unpreventable decline. They're doing it to themselves. Nobody's doing it to them. And therefore, stop looking at America, and we're offering you a choice. In a world where countries are going to have to choose, do you want to be aligned with us or those terrible Americans who are committing national suicide? So let me ask a very uncomfortable question. Yeah. What, What are they saying that's wrong? That's the uncomfortable question. I mean, if you're some third world country right now, you're thinking, how do I feed my people? How do I grow economically? We've been dying. You know, if we have, we get step out of line, the Americans won't give us aid because they're going to say we're not woke enough. And you're offered this other choice, and it's a pretty compelling argument. And China punishes you if you don't choose China because it'll punish you on the trade, particularly on trade. You can't trade with China unless you go along with China being a global superstar. And the so irony we're in a very bad place. This the, is a very bad place. This is entirely ironic too, though, because the irony of the Russia collusion is inside out when it comes to what we're talking about here. Because while they were trying to say that President Trump was compromised and that other people were pulling his strings and that he wasn't his own man and that there was this all this control that other nations were going to yield over him, by inversion, Joe Biden is exactly that way with China, our biggest opponent and our biggest problem on the planet right now because he's so compromised. I mean, KT, the contrast couldn't be more clear. Everything they accuse Trump of being, Biden is and worse. Completely. And that's probably why they, they're so quick to jump to that conclusion. Um, the other thing is that if you look at, at the third point I would make about other countries and particular adversaries, how to exploit it, They look at 2016 and say, okay, the FBI interfered with an American election. 2020, the CIA interfered with an American election. Um, 2024, somebody's going to interfere. What prevents us from interfering in a really big way using artificial intelligence, um, using social media, TikTok, stirring people's emotions up, getting everybody kind of at each other's throats in the United States? And especially because The Democrats have so covered up everything that they've done wrong. I mean, it's now, it's it's not a secret. It's proof that they've interfered. It's proof that Hunter Biden's laptop was real. There's proof from banks, bank statements, that the Biden crime family was taking millions of dollars from China. And yet nobody does anything about it. So these other, our adversaries look at that and say, hey, this is a wild west. We can get away with anything. And why? Because the bureaucracy, the Democrats, were buying these guys right, left, and center. Nobody's saying anything about it. I mean, in this whole conversation we've had with the Hunter Biden laptop and the Chinese have paid $20 million to the Biden crime family, has anybody asked the question of, well, what did they get for it? They got no. a lot for it. They got a lot for it. Yeah. Right? They got Joe Biden, who un- unwound all of the tough sanctions against China the units of the intelligence services that were looking at Chinese spies taking American technology and passing it over. The the Biden administration has 
they've they've really been soft on China. Now they say they're not. They say, oh, we're really tough, we're really tough. But if you actually peel back the onion and see what they're doing, they're letting the Chinese get away with murder. So the Chinese are thinking, well, it didn't cost us that much, and look what we got for it. So let's keep doing it. They'll they'll spend that twenty million dollars over and over again. And with as, as bad of a system as we have for even the average American family here, that goes a long way uh, in terms of corrupt officials. KT, always appreciate your insights, and thank you for indulging my kind of off-the-beaten-path question. Thank you, Kevin. Talk to you soon. All right. There she goes, KT McFarland uh, here on Kevin McCullough Radio. Glad to have you with us. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 